I'm Sue, and this is Survivor Girls. No, it's not. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> I wish it was. No, this is Runner Girls, a podcast about women brought together by a love of running. And my brain is just still thinking about last night's Survivor episode. This is the problem with us recording on Thursday night, Thursdays, because all I want to talk about is last night's Survivor. <laughs> it was so good. Did you watch it? I did not. I don't even have cable. Oh, okay. Well, (laughs) it's on the internet too. So there's that. Well, it was just like the craziest tribal council I've ever seen. And I know you don't watch Survivor, but we're like a half an hour into the episode and they're already going to tribal council, which is normally like the last 10 to 15 minutes of the episode. So I'm like, stuff is going down. And it did go down. <laughs> so um, so that's my summary <laughs> of last night's Survivor. Um, how are you doing? I'm good. It's been crazy at work and I didn't think that would happen working remotely, but it still does. It's just been a busy week full of lots of things. So, how are you finding it like working at home? What's it like? I love and hate it. <laughs> okay. So, I love the flexibility. So, I can get up and I can do dishes or I can clean up or I can do something for a couple minutes. I like being close to home for my lunch hour. Mm-hmm. All of those things. But because and maybe if I had started this position remotely and it was designed to be remotely, it wouldn't be so bad. But because it was originally an in-office position that they just made remote, mm-hmm. and I'm still expected to do everything this that I was supposed to do in the office. So that's made it crazy and difficult. Like my job position didn't change with me going remote. And they were kind of like, oh, we'll figure it out along the way. But didn't you say you, you'd switch positions with another? Yeah. And I'd been doing, that's what I had done before. I had moved positions before. Mm-hmm. So I've done it at least before, but it's still, they want me to do everything I'm supposed to be doing that the other salespeople do in the office. And it's harder to do because? Well, the, the way we do, it's just a very paper-based company or you go talk to this person or we work together a lot. Yeah. Like I'm not a singular person so I have to work with this person and with this person and with this person to finish my process yeah I could see how that would be challenging if you're not there in person yeah so yay (laughs) but you're doing it and you're getting paid right (laughs) and you're working from home and you get to be with your person yes so all those are good I am not complaining about any of that it's just been stressful with trying to figure all kinds of things out yeah so Okay, well, maybe I can make you feel better. (laughs) Probably not. I'm just going to say like, oh, my story's worse than yours. Um, No, it's not. It's just there's been some changes. So I talked about how I've been picking more hours up at the pool. Um, Part of the reason for that is that I am no longer working at the gym, either of them. There were some issues with like them paying me. Here's the thing. Mm -hmm. So I started working at the gym, which I loved. Like, that was my place. They were opening up a brand new gym and having to compete with other gyms in the area. So they were struggling to grow. It just takes some time to build a business. Mm -hmm. Fine. So I wasn't getting enough hours there. So I started working at this other gym, which was super intimidating and, like, 
really intense atmosphere. And I got to learn so much from them because these guys are like experts and they know their shit. And so that was cool and challenging and scary and fun. But (laughs) I don't think I'd mention this on the show. The first gym I was working at, they were really struggling, like to the point where one day I got told by my manager that we were no longer able to operate and that the owner was letting go all of the staff. And so I was like, oh crap, I'm out of a job. But I decided that I had training clients that I had been working with and the gym was still opening. He just couldn't like afford to pay the staff anymore. So I was going to still come in and train with the clients I'd been working with because they'd already paid for their training sessions and I still wanted to be a trainer. So I showed Mm -hmm. up And even after all the other staff was gone, well, my boss said, all right, if you're still going to train them, I'm still going to pay you because I don't want to lose them, you know, as clients or their membership. Um, Meanwhile, my boss was going around to other gyms in the area trying to find out, like, basically how he could salvage his gym. Um, One of the gyms he went to was the other gym that I work at. (laughs) This is a long story. This has been going on for months. Long story short, the other gym that I worked at basically invested as co-owners, and so my other boss was now running the first gym, and that was great because then I started getting more work at the first gym through the second gym, but there was a lot of issues with me getting paid at either gym. <laughs> so, and a lot of it was like, who, who needs to pay me for what? And I just wanted to do my job, but I was working a ton of hours and not getting paid for some of them. <laughs> um, and so I, <laughs> while I'm trying to juggle both of these gym jobs, got a job at the pool and they were willing to pay me and guarantee me hours. Eventually it came down to after like The last time that I got shorted on a paycheck, I was like, I'm done. I'll be done in a week. I'm just going to work at the pool. And I still have clients that I train on the side, but I really needed that stability. I tried to be patient for a long time. And after it kept happening, I'm like, I can't. (laughs) It sucks because I really, really loved it. That's the hardest thing. Um, And I love the clients. So that was hard. But I, you know, I still have other clients that I train with outside of the gyms. Um, You know, some I work with in home, some I work with online, and that's still fun. But yeah, I I do miss that atmosphere. But I got to say this, the stress level is so much better now, because I don't have to worry about juggling three jobs, or am I going to pay my bills this week? (laughs) So... It's been crazy. It's been crazy the past few months, and I haven't really wanted to talk about it on the show because I've been kind of sad about it, but I'm at peace with it now, and, like, I feel like it's sad because, like, I loved it so much, you know, and I didn't want to let it go, like, so I hung in way longer than I should have, like, even to the point where they let me go, and I was still going to go do my job and not get paid for it, but, yeah, so... Unfortunately, I had to get the bills paid, so I needed to put more hours in at a job that was willing to pay me for them. And, you know, I'm not ruling it out in the future that I'd work at a gym. In fact, I think probably what I would ultimately like to do is open up my own little 
small personal training studio someday. And while I'm working at the pool, maybe get some additional certifications, become a swim instructor, you know, more of an endurance, overall endurance running, swimming coach, that kind of thing. And I don't know, but it's been been a rough couple of months but I'm still happy like I still I'm still so much happier doing the things that I'm doing now than I was you know last year sitting at a desk all day and my boss wants me to think about becoming an aqua fitness instructor doing like aqua aerobics (gasps) classes which would be so cool yeah it would it'd be a lot of fun so I'm thinking about it it's just gonna cost more money for another certification but I don't know we'll see it's been a rough couple months, so I just want to be like, I just want stability. That's all I want right now. You know, I had like one job for 12 years, and I feel like the last like few years, I've just gone from one thing to the next thing to the next thing, and it's just like, I just want, I just want to be stable, <laughs> so that's where I'm at right now. Lots of changes going on these past few years. It's crazy, you know, for everybody, I think. Yeah, it yeah. has been for both of us. Yeah. And Katie. And Katie, yeah. It was Katie's birthday yesterday, so if you're listening, Katie, happy birthday, and we miss you. A lot. And, yes, a lot. She she ran the um, Kentucky Bluegrass. They have a seven-miler. Is that what she said? Seven? Yeah. Yeah. So um, hopefully we can get her on soon to talk about that, because I'd love to hear from her, and I'm thrilled to see that she's still out there running those hills out in Kentucky and running with the horses. That's pretty cool. Well, I guess that wraps up what we've been up to. Do you want to move ahead and talk about our training? Yeah. Okay. Um, Well, I'll go first because I haven't been running. (laughs) So I don't have too much to talk about. Um, I have been resting, like I said I would. And that is going well. My hamstring is feeling better. It doesn't hurt me when I'm not running. So I, I, I never feel pain from it. Like, I think if I was trying to deadlift or like really stretch it I would feel pain but I don't do those things because I am trying to heal it Um, so mostly I don't feel any pain at all but the time that I spend in the chair is more comfortable now because before it would like my butt would get like all tight and achy on that side and it's not doing that nearly as much anymore so that's good so my my muscles have calmed down there's they're not as angry at me which is good um and then what else so we had last weekend we had in-service training which means uh basically more lifeguard training through the pool and that went well I did 300 meter swimming and found out that I wasn't the slowest lifeguard swimmer which made me happy (laughs) Yay. I know it's sad that I have to like compare myself to others, but I just assumed that I was slowest and I was happy to find out that I wasn't. <laughs> um, def- definitely not the fastest. So. <laughs> um, not diluted on that. And the diving went well. So that was good. And then I got out to the pool again yesterday and I oh, got out to the pool. I went to work <laughs> and swam before work um, yesterday. And, oh, the good news is my shoulders have been awesome. So I actually think, yeah, and I've been including a lot of, um, well, not a lot, but some backstroke. And normally I do a lot of freestyle, but I've been incorporating more backstroke to get like reverse movement of my shoulder. And so I'm not always moving it in the same direction. But yeah, my shoulders have been good. So I'm thinking I can probably increase the swimming 
to like three times a week instead of like once or twice. Um, but I'm just going to play it by ear. So I did like, a th- I want to say like a thousand yards. I didn't, um, I tried keeping track on my Garmin, but I would like pause it at various times to rest and then forget to restart it. So I have no idea how much distance I did and wasn't really counting the laps either. But I swam for about like 40, 45 minutes. So it was actually a good amount. So I figured it was around a thousand yards because I know I got to at least like 600 halfway through because I was trying to do a timed 500. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, so like a thousand yards or meters. Actually, I think it's meters because we have a 25 meter pool. Um, and that was pretty good. And did a little hot tubbing afterward. Uh, the issue that I'm having now, because <laughs> there's always something, is that all day yesterday at work, since my swim, I've been sneezing, itchy nose, runny nose, um, inflamed skin, like burning skin on my face, and I'm a hundred percent sure it is a chlorine reaction. So, could be an allergy or sensitivity, or maybe the chlorine levels were too high. Um, but I, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure I have sensitivity to chlor- chlorine. So that's not great, <laughs> considering no. I, I work at a pool and spend a lot of hours there. But I am going to start um, taking some Claritin and, and seeing if that helps, because I don't normally have like allergic reactions to things. And normally, like, sneezing in a runny nose wouldn't bother me so much, but it was just, like, constant, like, constant sneezing. And, like, I'm trying to, like, deal with customers and stuff, and I'm, like, you know, like, blubbery mess. (laughs) It was just nasty. (laughs) So, um, so yeah, I got to get that under control. And I think that the biggest issue is the hot tub, because the hot tub has more chlorine than the pool itself. So I'm thinking maybe if I cut out the hot tub and maybe use a nose clip so I'm not inhaling through my nose and whatnot, if I'm only breathing through my mouth, I think that will help too. Because I read on Reddit, people have problems if they're breathing through their nose. So I'm going to try a nose clip. I'm going to try taking Claritin and see if that helps. But yeah, so it's just frustrating because it's like, God damn it, whatever I try to do, there's always a problem. (laughs) Like, why can't I just have a thing go right, you know, like fitness wise? I just feel like I'm a mess sometimes, you know? Yeah, I get that feeling. I wonder sometimes if, like, people listening to this podcast would think that I'm a hypochondriac because there's always, like, a new condition I have to deal with. (laughs) Like, I have allergies. I have asthma. I, you know, I have plantar fasciitis. I have hamstring strain. I have shoulder problems. You know, I have pronation distortion syndrome. I had shin splints. <laughs> like there's always something. So, um, but I like, I like to think I'm a healthy person. overall. <laughs> like, I take pretty good care of myself. So why is there always something going on? And I never go to the hospital. I'm not that kind of hypochondriac. I just, I'm convinced that I've got everything <laughs> because I do. <laughs> so I don't know. So that's what I've been up to. My plan moving forward is to, you know, take care of my my nose and my lungs, but continue to swim as often as I can. Um, I haven't really worked out this week. I did some pull-ups, like on the, we have at our pool at the end of the swimming lanes, we have like diving blocks and like I get to the end of the lane and I can like do pull-ups on the um, metal poles at the bottom 
of the diving block. So I do that. Like I do some pull-ups during my swim, but I should really be doing more of a workout than that, I think. Um, so I'm going to try to get some workouts in. I just haven't wanted to right now because of I didn't want it to interfere with my swimming. Um, but my shoulder's been good, so I'm going to get a workout in and I'm not sure how much lower body stuff I'm going to do. I did do a workout last week. I don't know if I mentioned that. I don't even remember what it was. I think it was last weekend. So we went to the gym and I did a ton of core work and I did a ton of upper body work and it went really well and I was feeling really strong after that. So I'm going to get another one of those done this week. And as far as lower body stuff, I've been kind of not doing it because of my hamstring, but I want to. So I'm trying to decide like what is safe to do and what's going to aggravate things. Because on the one hand, I don't want to lose the muscle, like the, you know, the pound and a half of muscle that I've put on this year. I'd hate to lose that progress. But at the other hand, like I need to rest my hamstring and let it heal. So there are things that I know that I absolutely can't do and things that I'm like, well, maybe I can do like squats. Is that going to affect my hamstring? Hard to say, really. Um, (laughs) So I could try it. Yeah, I don't know. I know a lot about which exercises target which muscles, but that doesn't mean you're not using other muscles in the process. So like the squats target your quads and your glutes more than anything else, but that doesn't mean there isn't some hamstring engagement, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. I'm trying to figure out what I can do. I, I can't deadlift. I can't do glute bridges. I can't do hip thrusts. Uh, lunges are not good right now. Yeah, there's not a lot. It's rough. It's rough. Can't do hamstring curls. Oh, man. All right. Anybody who's listening that knows more about fitness than me, let me know if there are any lower body exercises I can do that are not going to affect my hamstrings. Because I'm pretty sure the glute kickback was not good for my hamstring at all. So I'm not going to do that one anymore. So anyway, that's where I'm at. How has your training been going? You are on track for your half marathon in looks like three and a half weeks now. Yeah. Holy crap. Three and a half weeks. (laughs) Yeah. You're going to Cincinnati. I am. How's your training going? Well, I ran. Good. Twice. Good. Which was kind of my plan. My goal is to run three times a week. Mm -hmm. So I ran a long run on Sunday. Of six and a half miles, which I know we were going for eight, but it was 75 degrees on Sunday when I ran, (laughs) (laughs) which I was not planning for. It was only supposed to be like low to mid 60s. And I was like, okay, that's fine. It'll not be cold. I can wear shorts and it'll be comfortable. I was not planning for a sunny 75. Doesn't 75 feel so hot when you've been running in like 50s and 60s? (laughs) Yes, I was like this. I had to take a whole bottle of water with me, which I drank in the first like four miles. I was like, okay, I'm done. And I found a trail though, but this is the best part. I found a running trail that's got like 20 miles of trails, which is good for biking and running. It's like two parks that connect to each other and there's trails that connect them that are all paved. I want to go run with you in the trails. (laughs) So I was like, yes. Um, so I found them. So I have my new running spot. Uh, one of the, the loops I did is super hilly. Like I'm not taking my bike there. <laughs> is that enough running? 
and the downhills are really steep too. So that's where it was like, there's no way curvy, like sharp curves, really steep up and downhills. I was like, this is a bad way to bike for a newbie, new biker. Mm. That's how I get hurt. But I kind of just explored. I had a goal to go out, but I was just, I was exhausted. I didn't start my run till I think 12 or one, which normally wouldn't be a problem with me, but it was just one of those days. And then it was so hot. I could have worn a tank top and shorts. I wore short sleeves mm-hmm. and I could have worn less than that and been fine. But I did it. I got out there and I ran, walked. and then, So I was proud of that. It was like 1245 maybe. Mm-hmm. And then I got home and then I ate all the food. And so how did you feel after your run? I had a spot that hurt for the first time that usually isn't sore. My adductors, the inside of my thighs, Mm -hmm. usually doesn't, is not a spot that bothers me. But there are also more hills than I've been running. Mm. So it was fine, though, because I took the Epsom salt bath and then I took a couple days off afterwards and I didn't run again until today. So it worked for me. Mm -hmm. But I um, knew I had to go out and run again today because you'd yell at me. <laughs> when have I ever yelled at you? <laughs> okay, you wouldn't yell at me, but you would fuss at You sound me. like my daughter. She always accuses me of yelling at her. I'm like, I don't yell at you. And sometimes like, I'm like, I'm speaking so calmly when she accuses me of yelling. I'm just like, are you insane? <laughs> You do that mom fuss thing. I do. Which is perfectly fine. I knew it was going to happen. So I got out there and Thursdays have been my lunchtime run day. So um, we got snow in Michigan this morning. There was still snow on the ground for most of the morning. It finally started melting away about 10 or 11. And then I ran at like 1230. It was 37 mile an hour steady winds with gusts more than that. And about 35-ish degrees. Yeah, that's rough. Yes. I had a base layer on. I had a shirt on over that. I had a jacket. And then I had a windbreaker on. I had a buff and a hat and gloves. And two layers of pants. (laughs) So your two runs this week have been like, one is like 75 degrees and you're roasting. And the other one is snowy and windy and freezing. (laughs) Yep, that's, I'm coming to find that's what Michigan is like. (laughs) So, um, yeah, I was like, okay, I did it. I got out there and I ran. I found out how to get just about three miles in at the park that's close to home. So if I run to the park and I go in the first road all the way down, do two loops around the lake, and then come back, it's about 2.8. Nice. So... I have to just run around the parking lot a couple more times to get my full three. Because <laughs> <laughs> I totally did. You can't leave it at 2.8. I understand that. Yeah. No, that's <laughs> not even. I wanted three miles. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And it was cold, but it was a manageable cold. I was more worried about the wind. There were a couple times, like on the path next to the lake, that I was kind of worried that I would get blown into the lake a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> A harder gust came. I was like, oh, my legs, there's, okay. Like, I was worried it would knock my legs out and I would be blown over. But it didn't happen. 
I got to tell you, as another little person, I've also had that fear before and on a very windy run. <laughs> yes, because it starts blowing and you're like, oh, I don't know what this is going to do. Like, <laughs> this is, this wind is blowing hard. So I have a plan to run tomorrow again and then take Saturday off and run Sunday. We're supposed to go to a baseball game on Sunday and it's also supposed to snow on Sunday. So I'll be doing my run in the morning. So can I ask why you wouldn't instead run on Saturday? Well, because I didn't want to run three days in a row. Oh, right. Because you ran today. I guess I could not run tomorrow. Yeah. I could not run tomorrow. I could run my long run Saturday and then do the short run on Sunday. And that would work. Yeah, I think that's a that's a better call. Get your long run in the day when you don't have other things to do and it's not snowing. And then if you have time to get that third run in, do a shorter run Sunday, like an easy recovery run. Yeah. Well, it's not supposed to snow till the afternoon on Sunday, so there's at least that. Okay. And it gets progressively colder on Sunday. So that's why I was thinking I can do it in the morning Yeah. when it will be 46 instead of the afternoon when it will be 31. Right. Um, did you have an idea of what oh, you were? Oh, no. Now they're going to snow for a week. Eight to nine. Eight to nine miles? So that'll work. Yeah. On Saturday, this weekend for my long run. Nice. Because I did six and a half. Mm-hmm. And then if I do eight to nine, I can do 10 to 11-ish. And then I can do 13. Yeah. I might have one more week in there. Yeah. Now I'm really confused. Recovery week. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so I could do a lower week and then it'll be Cincinnati. Yeah. And it certainly wouldn't hurt to have some back-to-back runs thrown in there because you are doing, like, multiple races. So I would keep that in mind. And I know you, you're going to be walking some of them. Yeah, that's why I was thinking it'd be better to run Saturday and Sunday anyway. Mm-hmm. Because that's what I'll have to do for Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. That's my new plan. Thanks, Sue. <laughs> we'll work it out around the weather. You're welcome. Hopefully it works out for you. I hope the weather is wrong and it doesn't snow in the middle of April. I did have a thought for you about your adductors. Mm -hmm. And maybe this isn't something that you have time to deal with right now. But a lot of times when we are running or squatting anytime when our knee is flexed like that, we have our IT bands and our adductors are compensating for our glutes. And so our knees will come inward a little bit. And that is your adductor is pulling your knee inward. And so that might be why your adductors are sore. And it's it's worse on hills, I know. So in the future, you'd want to work on strengthening the glutes to help avoid those compensations. And ideally, you know, stretching, foam rolling, the adductors and the IT bands and the hip flexors and all that. I mean, I don't need to get into all of it. But generally, it's the weakened glutes. Like, the glutes are what you really need to power up those hills. And so you got to strengthen them. You know, squats, lunges, hip thrusts, glute bridges, deadlifts, all of that work the glutes. Pretty much any lower body exercise. Add some weight to it. That'll help. Um, And your your glute medius. You need some, like, lateral movement. I mean, I can go on about this stuff all day. (laughs) But, um... But yeah, like, oh man, I wish we lived closer. Uh, you're getting closer to me, gradually, <laughs> gradually getting closer to me. Someday we'll get to like train together regularly. 
I don't know how yes. that's going to happen, but but anyway, that was my thought on the adductors. I think that uh, it's the the glutes aren't quite where they need to be to get you up those hills effectively. Oh, I believe that. So what I need to do is just get money so I can pay Sue to make me a glute strengthening <laughs> plan. Well, my online training program is very affordable. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to me later. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, great job this week. Hopefully the rest of this week pans out for you as far as doing the Saturday, Sunday back-to-back runs. And then what's your plan for next week? Run mm, three to four times. Try to do Saturday and Sunday again. And then maybe Thursday because it's still close to it. And Thursday seems to be working really well for me. Mm -hmm. And then just that'll give me a lot of my runs close together too which I need for Cincinnati because we have six weeks till pumpkin man training starts. Yep. And I think I have like four and a half weeks left of resting (laughs) and then I can start training. So that'll be good. I'm excited for it. Like now that I found, Oh, there are places where I can actually ride with other people in my area and I won't feel too slow because they, they don't, won't drop me. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I'm so excited to get out on the bike. And now I'm actually seeing some nice weather, you know, like today is just beautiful. It would have been a perfect day to get out there. And I'm just like sitting inside, like thinking about Survivor instead. I'm going to focus on my swimming. That's what I'm doing. On my swim this week, I didn't really talk about it too much, but I did some drills. So I did some kicking and that was good. And I did some backstroke and I used a pull boy and I focused on technique a lot. I don't know if I got any faster, but it felt good to be in the water and it's feeling a lot more natural to me. Like if at first, when I first got in the pool again, it felt rough, but now it feels more natural and it didn't seem like, and maybe cause I'm resting more between like not after every lap, but occasionally like resting more. I think that helps because before it just seemed like I would be going forever in the pool and it would only be like 20 minutes. <laughs> Um, and this time I did like 45 and I only felt like I needed to stop cause I had to get ready for work. So I'm definitely feeling better in the pool and I'm looking forward to doing a tri class. So my boss keeps talking, trying to talk me into it. And I think next Tuesday I'm going to stay after work for the tri class. I'm scared though, cause I only know freestyle and they do all the other strokes too. And I don't know those and they're like real swimmers and my boss is there you're a real swimmer. You swim. Yeah, I swim. I know. And it's just like running or biking. I got to remember that. If I was teaching the class, I would be welcoming of all people and like encouraging of all abilities. And I just got to remember that they will be too, right? They better be. <laughs> yes. I don't think your boss would not invite you and try to talk you into going to it if you weren't qualified for it, if they didn't think you could do it. I mean, I I know she thinks I could benefit from it. Um, I'm just nervous because you don't understand. I guess it's intimidating to me because they're all swimmers, like fast swimmers. So like, here's the thing. She was talking about when she trained to become a lifeguard, they had to swim 500 meters in 10 minutes. And that is a two minutes per 100 yard or 100 meter pace, which I'm not that fast. 
for 100 meters. I couldn't do it for 500 meters. So I was like, oh, yeah, no. I'm like, I don't think I would have qualified for that. And they were all saying like, oh, I'm sure you I'm sure you would be surprised. And I was like, okay. And so then on my most recent swim, I was like, all right, I'm going to try it. No, I am way slower than that. So I think they think that I'm better than I am (laughs) Um, because they're all like most lifeguards are people who've been swimming. They're all kids from swim teams, basically. Most of them are teenagers. Most of them have been like just swimming their whole lives and are on swim teams. And that is not me. I only just learned to swim the last few years and I'm only a recreational swimmer. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying I think they are overestimating my ability <laughs> because it's so natural to them and they've been doing it their whole lives. And that's fine. But I'm, I am going to try a class and whether I keep up or not, hopefully I learn something from it. <laughs> I mean, it couldn't hurt, right? Unless I drown. <laughs> And that won't happen because you I'll won't be, drown your lifeguard. I, well, that doesn't mean I can't drown, but at least I'll be surrounded by other lifeguards. <laughs> you know, if I hyperventilate or have like a exercise induced asthma attack or a chlorine allergic reaction, you I mean you never know. <laughs> but I'll be around other people who are prepared to save me. <laughs> anyway, I think I'm, I'm out of things to talk about this episode. What do you think? Me too. So let's wrap it up, and next week, I'll try to come up with something we can talk about so we have a planned, because, I, I mean, I am I have very little other than, you know, the swimming that I'm doing. I'm, I'm not running or doing anything else, really. So I'm going to try to come up with a topic for next week's episode, or maybe we can get a special guest on. We'll see. Um, until then, what are you going to do this weekend, Megan? Get out there and run and freeze. I'll try to stay warm if you can (laughs) alright bye everybody bye y'all if you want to share anything comments, questions, or your runs you can email us at runnergirlspodcast at gmail.com follow us at facebook.com slash runnergirlspodcast tweet to us at runnergirlsshow tag us on instagram at runnergirlspodcast or call the hotline at 207-200-3297 Download episodes at runnergirlspodcast.com, iTunes, and Stitcher. Thanks for listening. Now, go outside and run.